0: hey y'all hey it's your sugar here and it's 7:30 on a wednesday night so you know how we do it's the sugar show where me i natalie sugar brown uh get on here and talk to you all about women's boxing okay so uh i am natalie sugar brown i am a woman pugilist i've been there done that okay and this is now my platform excuse me y'all this is my um platform to get on here and chat with y'all about the ins and outs of women's boxing and what really and what the really real real talk is right so um it's it's a it's a conversation y'all so join in chime on um, there there's no there there's There is no, no, unless you get disrespectful, right? So you can come on here, ask the questions that you wanna ask, say what you wanna say, but let's keep it respectful, okay? So tonight's topic is um, Sugar's gonna go into women's boxing, the whole three minutes and 12 rounds, why, why? I didn't think I'd have to revisit this because I think I did a show previously that kind of hits on this, but here we are again. And I just think it's very, 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 very important that somebody tell y'all and y'all children out here with the real uh, reality, okay, realistic life of uh, a woman boxer is, and how these three minute rounds, and I mean, three minutes and uh, 12 rounds will ultimate, ultimately affect women's boxing as a whole. Okay. So um, uh, the thing about uh, the whole timing of it you guys okay so there's men's boxing okay and men have always fought three men i think three minutes yes but they've gone up to like 30 rounds okay and due to a lot of deaths and trauma they took that um time down to 15 rounds and due to a lot of deaths and trauma we're now at 12 rounds, three minutes for men's boxing. Okay. Now, initially from my experience and the research that I have done, women have fought three minutes. I am one of them. I've When I first started boxing, I fought three minute rounds. Um, and there have been women that have fought up to 15 rounds uh, in, in, in a fight together, okay? Not an exhibition or anything in boxing, okay? So this conversation was it had is sparked because of the recent history's first bull, bull jive that our champion. Amanda Serrano has now accomplished, okay? And she's uh, accomplished that with another fighter uh, whose name is uh, Danila Ramos, okay? Now, I'm gonna break this thing down once again to you guys, okay? And it's gonna be real long-winded, why? Because like I said, when y'all sign your name, and sign your life away on that contract, you got to know what you're getting into. And you can't say that there was nothing out there, and nobody was out there to tell you, because sugar's going to tell you tonight, Okay, Now, listen to this. Three minutes, a three-minute round and a two-minute round, okay, would be the difference of running a sprint versus, say, a mid-distance 400-meter to marathon, okay? Well, not even the 12 rounds is the marathon, but let's, let's break it down by increment, okay? So, a two minute round, okay, could easily be a sprint. You break it down in thirty seconds at a time, right? I flurry for thirty seconds, then I run for thirty seconds then i'll pop 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 right i i I'll point to you for thirty seconds, right, and then let you chase me around for the last you know thirty seconds right okay, that's two minutes right there, okay? And then I get one whole minute to rest and recover and then I do it again, which is what most, if not, I, I would say, which is what 98% of women boxers are doing right now, okay? Now, this was implemented that we weren't doing this. We were, look at the, the fights in the 90s and and, and back further into the latter dates women were standing and and they were fighting and they were exhibiting certain skill sets that would allow them to endure the punishment of actually being in a fight right in 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 an assault between them each other right not only am I whooping ass I'm 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 absorbing some 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 blows too, right? This person wants to whoop my ass too, okay? And somebody, there's no two winners. Only one person can win, right? So there now is a an element of desperation in this, meaning that ain't no quit, right? People now will push themselves to the limit to potentially achieve that championship dream, okay? Now, the reality of that two minute minute rounds, safe, except for if now the ref who has the responsibility and the accountability, has to have the accountability to Pay attention enough in there and know and see and understand what's going on between the two fighters. Women fighters are different from male fighters in the sense that we, I don't care what anybody say, right? We are not the stronger of the species, okay? We're not. There may be some, I can say that I'm stronger than some men, right? But. A typical man, man that would be it, my statistic, you know, equally in 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 as a male, no, right. So if I'm an unbelievably strong female, which I am, <laughs> um, there's a man, there's a male out there who's unbelievably strong for his size and weight as well, right, and. Would I typically want to be matched up with this this man in in anything but to, you know, in anything that wouldn't benefit me? No, right? I'd want him to be on my side. You know, I want him to work with me, work for me, (laughs) right? I'm not trying to fight with this person, okay? So it, it then brings into the whole Clarissa Shields deal where she called out Keith Thurman and um, she's a big advocate on um, three minute rounds and she, 12 she she doesn't mind going 12 rounds at three minutes and she'll even get in there with a man okay she is um, advertised that but even Clarissa Shields came back on Facebook live right I had to sit like I seen it and, and and told the public and told the people who are chime in, man, I was just talking about, I, talk, I was just talking shit. Now sparring, I've sparred guys, but yeah, I, it wouldn't be a fight, right? Because let me explain something to you. A man at 165, 154, 170, any of the guat's weight, right? If we would get the uh, a champion specimen, for a champion contender in that weight class to now match up with the Guad shields, she, she would be facing some serious brain and body bodily harm. Right? And we all know that, and we should know that. Right? So when women, right, when women start to talk out of, and this is, I mean, I, I'm very, I'm very old fashioned in this way, right? I don't, I, I take pride in being a woman. I love it, I just love it, right? And I believe women do have their place, right? Because there is a place that women have that men don't have and vice versa. There's a place that men have that women don't have, okay? So I would say with respect to fighting, women need to stay in their place. Okay, meaning that our place is (laughs) with each other. Okay, our place is um, our own threshold, our own limits, our own understanding of what females and women can do as fighters. We are never to compare ourselves or compete with men um jd's uh jd smith the artist okay the gi artist is this live you damn right it's live baby thanks for chiming in uh it's uh, natalie sugar brown here you're sugar and i'm on here talking about women's boxing if you'd like to join my chat okay um and i'm talking about just women uh women who are talking about now that uh, women fighters or women boxers should get the equal um equal time as men in boxing or male boxers which i i've come on my platform to say no i strongly disagree with that i think that, like I said before, women have their place in in fighting, and men have their place in fighting, and we we should never, never um, compete with each other in in that uh, in that sense. Now, moving forward or going going um, further, I'm going to delve deeper into the consequences of how this affects this topic affects women's boxing. Now, like I said, Everybody's celebrating uh, the the, the best pound-for-pound female fighter. She talks a lot about getting in there with men and male boxers. I mean, and I'm sure she has, but I'm sure that there's also a big cap, right? Cap mean, girl, you lying, right? Because if you, I'm sure you have gotten in there with champion caliber men. I have too in my time of. Um, my boxing career. But one thing I knew for sure is they were helping me along. Okay. They, They were they were taking their time with me, right? Because if any of them should let loose, okay, it would have been no more fight for me or no fight for me. And it's the same with Clarissa Shields. So she shows footage of her in there with larger women or you know, um, women who look more masculine and they, she, she shows her sparring footage uh, of her in there with males, but um, you will see that these other women and these other men are not of an elite caliber for anyone to be now talking about, oh yeah, we should all do this. Right? <laughs> no, no, no. Right? And the reason why Shields and Amanda Serrano can talk these talks is because they are protected fighters now. Okay? And I've mentioned this on a, a thread, on a on one of the threads for women's boxing where, you know, people are all akiki ah, and, you know, congratulations and yes, we deserve an equal pay and whatever without understanding that, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm, like, well, what? am I the only one? <laughs> was I the only person that went to these dances? You know what I'm saying? This shit ain't it for us, right? I've shown up in places where I, cause I was not a protected fighter, okay? And if they could have pulled any of these okie dokes, I wouldn't even be able to speak my name. I couldn't even, I, I wouldn't be able to remember anything, right? Because this is, your, your being, that bean in your noggin is getting rattled, right? And once that thing, once it tears loose and you get that brain bleed, you ain't the same for the rest of your life and you never will be, okay? Now, um, I'm gonna touch on a, a couple other points, but I have my images now that I am gonna share. Okay, so lovely assistant. Can you put that out there for me? Um, uh, JD Smith, Digi Artist says, oh, interesting. So you prefer the women's division to be two minutes and 10 rounds, it sounds like. Um, I don't prefer it. Um, I, I do not prefer that women fight two minutes and 10 rounds. What I do prefer is um, let's do, we can do three minutes, but let's change the amount of rounds that we could go or vice versa, unless we're gonna do two minute 15 rounds, right, because women are dying and getting severely hurt doing this. It's just that it's swept under the rug because in women's boxing, we don't have, the the average woman boxer does not have a voice. She does not have anyone to advocate for her. When she gets fucked up, she's done, okay? Uh, put Put her in the defect bin, right? And there's no word of her ever again. While the champion goes on to destroy another person in in this underhanded type of way, okay. So it's not that I agree. No, I want women to to stand in there for the three rounds, right? But right now, I just don't see it. I don't see the ring in IQ. Most most uh, the champions now, not even the champions, right? The 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 two percent who are champion. They don't even have a ring IQ that would allow them to stand in there properly fighting three-minute rounds, right? When you're doing this still, the elementary basic combination punching, when you're doing the, the basic, you can't even do the basic footwork, when you can't even put together combinations to get an effect from a strategy. You have no business in there, right? That's like saying, okay, uh, we, we, you played, you, you played pilot on Xbox, right? Now you're ready to fly somebody you you're ready to fight fly, fly a plane to Europe with passengers. Absolutely not. Right? You did that shit on you did that shit on the video game. Right? And you're good. Your scores are good. You beating people. But let let's see. Like, do you know what the air pressure? Do you know what it really feels like? How it really do up there, right? You do you know how to? Do do you know what happens in that place in the sky while you traveling that far, and the time changes? And no, you don't. You don't know how your body's gonna react or anything. So why? If you know why are these women, or why why are we encouraging on a whole women's boxing? Because there's a lot of fanboy, fan fan gals and fan guys out there on this bullshit. But when it's time, when you laid up in the hospital, when you one of these fighters laying up in the hospital fighting for your life, it's crickets, right? You don't hear nobody, nobody, ain't nobody minding after you neither. Right? Ain't nobody calling. You ain't get the phone call, stop. Right? Nobody talks about that part. Right? We only hear on some yay and history's first and cut the bullshit. This is dangerous. And that's what I'm here to talk about tonight. Um, Baby. Um, So, uh, J.D. Smith, uh, digi artist says, "Oh, I see. I see. Interesting. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm just telling you what the. Uh, this is where I talked the, the talk, right? Because while everybody's fan fan guy and fan gallon, nobody has really touched on what this means, right? So, I mean, the history's first is cool, and the. Three minutes, 12 rounds is cool, but we wasn't ready for all this. And we're still not. Like I said, enough ring IQ has not been exib- ex- exhibited for us to be asking for this tall order. Okay. Amanda Serrano, she knew what the deal was. Her ass saying, Go in there and do the damn three, uh 3 minute 12 rounds with Erica Cruz. She ain't do it with Erica Cruz. She went and pulled then Dan, uh Daniela Ramos out out her ass out of somewhere. Yeah, then Dan, Daniela Ramos. I I I'm not down in you girl. I'm not con- congratulations, right? Uh Daniela Ramos is a crone in the game, meaning that she's over 35. Okay? This is this is the biggest fight of her life. I When you get to a certain uh, age in women's boxing, you know that these last few opportunities are gonna be it. So you're gonna make your, your exit, right? So this fight that Daniela Ramos did ha- is the fight of her life. She ain't gonna get nothing bigger than this, right? She didn't earn it. Right, I, I, I did, I did, I did a bit of homework on her. She, did, she doesn't have enough names or accomplishments on her receipts to actually be a a name in history. To be fighting uh, Amanda Serrano, right? Why didn't Amanda Serrano go twelve rounds with Tiara Brown? Right. Why didn't um, she go, let's see, there's a lot of, there's a lot of um, historical names that would have been quite profound if Amanda Serrano had done it with them, right? But she did, this, this is the slimy, this is the sliminess that happens in women's boxing, right, right? In Jamaica, or my, my um, the elders used to say, dope noo, hoofe frighten. Right. Meaning over. I remember um, <laughs> when I when I was little, when I first came and I was in American schools um, from from the Caribbean. And I remember there was a fight happening. The the, the one um, girl said, bitch, go say boo. And I was like, oh, oh. It does that is that dup and no hoof and frightened? Yes, it was, right? So go say boo, dup and no hoof and frightened meaning. You know who to pick with, right? But you ain't gonna pick with everybody like how you picking. See what I'm saying? So this history first, let the history but first be with some some real some real body in there, right? Don't don't pick nobody. Don't 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 pick a uh, you know. Don't pick a lower wrong body, right? Pick a body such as yourself and make history, right? Because with this three minute, 12 round thing, it wasn't, it's not, it, the question was never can women fight for three minutes in 12 rounds? That was, that was never the question. The question or the, the the point, not even the question, the point is, is it healthy? Is it safe? Is it something that women can endure, right? And people out there talking about, oh, women can have a baby and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I'll tell you this, I did that too, right? And pushing something that's damn near 10 pounds out your hoo okay that that also is nothing to chirp at right that's nothing like fighting 10 rounds or whatever and most of these broads ain't never done that shit neither right but what i'm saying is women can endure a lot of pain and damage yeah so that's what nature is telling us should we no we should not. Okay? Men are built for that. Right? Men, men don't have the 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 um the organs, right? That need to be regulated and how you know for in women's bodies. So they can they can focus on other shit like battle and fighting and 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 and, and that the assault and trauma that goes with it. Us women, we have to know our place and understand what that means, right? Meaning that we have things our certain parts of our body operate in a way that won't allow us to overcome certain types of trauma, okay? A man will make it through over a woman in certain type of trauma and vice versa. Okay, now in this game of boxing, okay, which is legal assault. I think the I think the men got us, ladies, we don't need to be beating each other's brains out like that, right? We do need to be fighting each other. And we do need to whip we do need to be whipping a bitch's ass out here. Right? Because some of them need it done. Right? But to be now exposed to the trump the traumatic part of it the damaging part of it this is the thin line this is the line right and in women's boxing we are not regulated like men's boxing okay all right we're a bunch of cowgirls out here right we're a bunch of you know we meaning that we are going into uncharted territory every time we go out. Every time we sign our name on that uh, dotted line on that contract, we are signing our lives away. We're trusting that everyone's going to look out for our best interests, and that is never the case. Oh, look who joins the conversation. Women's Boxing Channel talking about what's up? What's up? I'm on here talking about this three minutes and twelve rounds yin yang that 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 we back on again in we out here in women's boxing, and I'm thoroughly disappointed because people who have been in this game for years, right? People who have been taught, who they write about it, they claim that they on some history, they know the history about. They on here, amen, hand clapping about the bullshit, right? Because that's what I gotta call it, bullshit. Because if you know what this thing is, you wouldn't be excited about pushing women into doing it this way. Women's Boxing Channel says, I brought my satchel, jotter book, and pencil box today to take notes. Okay, then we'll take some notes, baby. All right, so like I said, we've got to know our place as women, okay? Now we're going to break down the preparation, okay? Now, listen to this. I've already broken down the two-minute round mentality. 30-second, 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 right? It's all in 30-second blocks, right? And they're not fighting all 30 seconds. Look at Katie Taylor. She don't fight. The whole two minutes. She runs. She runs for about a minute and 30 uh, seconds until she has to fight, right? And she's still running, right? No one's standing and exchanging, right? And I know people are on some hit and don't get hit, bitch, this ain't tag, right? Yes, hit and don't get hit, but there are skills that you must execute in that hit and don't get hit, right? Which women are not exhibiting. That's what I mean by ring IQ, fighting IQ. Everyone's doing the same elementary school basic thing. And they feel like if they do it faster or harder that it makes a difference. But those of us, who have the sophisticated mindset and experience behind that in all things, right? It's not about how fast and how hard, right? It's about the skills because skills pay the bills, okay? Yeah, it's the foreplay, right? Show me something, show me something. And that's why I call it foreplay, even in the ring. show me something, right? Not, oh, one, two, three, uh, uh, jab, right, hook, run, step to the left, step to the right, come back, jab, right, hook, run. Cause that's pretty much what they all do. And that's what Amanda does. I don't see no, I don't see no combos being put together. For a certain result, meaning I don't see girls folding, broads folding each other in there, right? I don't see broads knowing how to break somebody down. Because if you know how to break someone down, then you can stop them without putting them in the hospital. You can, right? Because it's anatomy. Is understanding what blows to certain places will ensue in the body. Um, so JD Smith, digi artist, says, "What do you think is the major factor to the lack of ring IQ?" Uh, I I like your I like your question, uh, JD Smith. Now. I think the major factor to the lack of ring IQ is the fact that no one's being taught the coaches the teachers there's no regulation in in that right so the difference between pro and amateur is not there there are a lot of amateur trainers who are training professional women fighters now and or professional fighters now which is why you see a lot of amateurish style continuing in the pros. Pro and amateur are two different animals. They're not even in the same, right? I mean, all right, we'll see. So amateur is your house cat, right? We got the little litter box and some of them shit in the toilet if you teach them, okay? And then the pros, is like the damn jungles out there the the jungles in Africa right a lion a tiger cheetah them them type of things right so you put your house cat up against one of them mofos and let's see how that works out right so the jungle cat is has been through enough and understands why they do certain things, right? They'll know. They know how to execute and take down a mofo wildebeest. Do you see a group of alle- a group of cats anywhere that can take down a deer? That could take down a you know another animal such as that? No, they're house trained. They're house cats. They don't know what the hell goes down or what? what is connected, they shit, they, they, their food comes out of a can, okay? And sometimes they'll bring home mice and and little rodents and squirrels that they find in the neighborhood, right? Because ain't nobody, ain't no nothing out there except for, you know, maybe if they cross the street and they not look and they get hit by a car, but ain't nobody out there trying to kill no house cat, right? But you were lying out there, you got, or or a tire or whatever, you got hyenas, you got, um, you got people, you got, um, uh, I I seen a a damn lioness get stomped out by, cause I do watch, I like watching the animal channel. I saw a lioness got her ass stomped out by a hippopotamus one time. (laughs) Yeah, her ass, what she thought, she thought she was going to take that and uh, the hippopotamus, her baby. She said, bitch, not today and stomped the shit out of her. Now, these are, this the jungle. So this is why I want, this is why the show is, you know, this is why I want us to talk about it on show tonight, right? Because a lot of people out here don't understand that these broads out here talking about three minute rounds and I made history in 12 minutes or whatever. These bitches are house cats now. They're not in the jungle. With the rest of us. Because I was in the jungle. I was not a protected fighter. Okay, none of my fights. Even in my fight at home when I was I was not I was tested. I had to produce, right? There was not me going in there thinking, oh, this should be an easy win for me, a comfortable win. Oh, this is, no, is, oh shit. I, I, I better have my A game on because this could possibly be <laughs> my last night uh, healthy. So this is where I am, you know, I'm gonna break it down. So Daniela Ramos, she's a, Featherweight, okay, her record, um, 38 years old, so she's a crone. This is who Amanda Serrano made history with, fighting three minutes, 12 rounds, okay? Um, was her? She has one KO, I'm not sure what her record is, but she's only had one KO. I think she had something like 15 fights, okay? Right now, she's ranked now at number nine According to Boxrec, because I look at Boxrec, right? I don't look at all the other paid ranking systems, because they, they, people put money in their hand. I don't know. I'm a holder. Boxrec seems to be. I mean, they're getting on that um, pay-to-play type of timing too, right? But I could see there's still there's still some accuracy in doing some research about who's out there. Okay. So, um, then, uh, Danila Ramos, she's 30 ranked number nine now after fighting Amanda Serrano. My question was, is where, where the hell her ass was at? Where her ass was at? I looked at her receipt. The only person that's on her receipt is Brenda Carbajal. Okay. 18 wins. Uh, Six losses and one draw. She beat Carbajal too. Carbajal's 18 wins. Out of her 18 wins, she's had nine stoppages. She stopped people nine times. Out of her six losses, she has not been stopped. Okay, so uh, Daniela Ramos beat her by a decision. Okay, but she's only had one KO. Now, I'm going to break this down to y'all in how this matchmaking goes. They could have picked anybody, right? Because we are on that kind of timing for Amanda Serrano now out here, right? In, in, in the boxing world, all, all the women, all the women in or around that weight division, especially the real contenders are licking their chops at the opportunity for now to now Fight the champ Amanda Serrano, and she jumps over every everybody's head to the end of the line. And I did say it end of the line, and pick and pulled uh, Daniela Ramos. That's all I have to say about that. So this is this is kind of this is that type of matchmaking. Uh, Daniela ramos is 38 years old and she's only had one ko win in her career that means she ain't got no pop ain't nothing to worry about for for this broad okay you go in there amanda you protected already you just stay on your feet you ain't she ain't gonna do nothing to you like um what how what erica cruz did to to amanda right amanda had to skip out on on her her fight after Katie Taylor um her fight with Katie Taylor after the Erica Cruz fight because Erica shook her noggin, shook shook that bean loose a little bit yeah and i mean i saw it on the interviews too right you sit down and talk talk with a fighter long enough you'll see you'll see where their the head is at meaning you can see whether some punches done kicked in, or not. Okay, so um, yeah, she took a break after that. Then she came back and she fought. I think Heather Hardy. Okay, and Heather Hardy. Heather Hardy is just a show woman. Okay, she knew Heather Hardy would not gonna go in there and hurt her. And then she came back again and fought this. And it was good boxing. I take nothing from Dan- Dan- uh, Daniela Ramos, but. She wasn't in there with someone who was on her same caliber, right? And my whole thing is if you're gonna make history, if you're not talking about I'm the first that did it, right? Do it with somebody who's on your same level so you can set a standard, right? This is what I'm talking about. This is the lame shit I'm talking about. We're supposed to all be grown women. We're supposed to be women that if we do make history, if we do something that's going to make a difference in our industry and we expect that we're going to get money and fame from it and recognition, we need to do it the damn right way. Okay, you don't go in there Oh, I'm going to do it and then set up the whole thing. You go in there and you give it a good, this is the standard, right? I'm at this level, she's at this level, we're going to go. We're going to go to three minute, 12 rounds. And this is the standard. She didn't do that. So that's why I'm, I'm, I'm holding on to my applaud because I'm not applauding that. And on top of that, women have done this before. And they were, and 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 women that were equally matched, that were better matched, have done this before, right? So I'm not, I have too much respect for my industry. I have, I've done it. I've lived it. I got too much love and respect. I hate I hate it at the same time. It's, a, it's like a bad ex, right? because I tell you something if the if if listen if, if if I get me a contract and 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 the numbers look good I might think about dusting off the gloves or or you know my boots or whatever that's the thing it's like a it's like a bad ex because you know oh when it's good it's good but when it's bad who child it's terrible right so this is where I'm at with that. I'm the the um the Amanda Serrano, Daniela Ramos. Um it's not giving, it's not giving historical any kind of um accomplishment for me. It's not. Now, if she had done, if she had fought this featherweight fight between her and the crone, the legend, Marcella Acuna. Y'all heard me? Marcella Acuna. Okay? Now we talking. Now you're cooking. Right? Has she even fought a fighter of that caliber? I think she should. If you want to make history, if you want to be in the books, if you want to be the real deal, right? Marcella Acuna still fighting. She's a legend. She's still winning too, right? Have you, have you gone on her porch? Have you knocked on her door? And Marcella Acuna is 47 years old, right? She an old, old dragon, right? But you scare her, Sound like you said. Same thing with Layla McCarter right? A lot of these broads talk about what they can do and what they going to do. But when it's time for them to fight somebody real, a real crone, a real dragon? Where they at? Oh, you can't find their number? Oh, oh, you can't you don't know where they are? Right. So you know, Marcella Kuna 47 years old, 53 wins, 20 by KO, 10 losses, one by KO, and two draws, OK? Marcella Acuna, I call her a legend, she's fought Lucia Riker, right? And came back and been fighting the likes of that uh, Jackie Nava, been fighting those type of opposition, quality. I think she even fought Bambi Juarez, I think, right? These type of thing, these type of, she's kept a standard. She's contributed to the standard. This, my friends, no. This is all on some I, I, me, me, right? And then when she walks away, she leaves the rest of y'all out here To deal with, um, the the what comes to unprotected fighters, okay? Lovely assistant. Um, what's the? Show me the other um image, please. All right. So when you bring up this that historical event, Amanda Serrano versus the the Daniela Ramos, you gotta you. You got to bring up this other one too, right? Um, Jeanette Zakaria's versus um, forgot her first uh, Marie -Marie Pierre Hull. Okay, why you got to bring it up? Because I would. I want to say I don't want to. This is not history's first, right? But this is a match where there was obvious. Predatory matchmaking, number one, and number two, obvious willful ne- negligence, right? And uh, Jeanette Zacharias was an unpro- was an unprotected fighter, right? Even her team took her over there. She was not protected, and she was a te- she's a teen. She was a teenager. She's deceased now, right? So she didn't know any better. She's just going with the flow. Okay, where um, Marie Pierre Hole, like her promoter and her matchmaker, them and all of that, right? They put it together. So planned this, planned this, this girl's last last um, day breathing. They planned it. You know what I'm saying? And and nobody talks about it. Right? Um, Women's Boxing Channel comes and says, there are many examples you can pick. It's sad. There's no uh, Melee's Ganglove versus Ebony Brivet who clearly beat Bridges and is blocked from any rematch with Bridges. Hmm. And I guess there's some more, but I can't read some more. Okay, so yeah, you know, this is the thing about it, Women's Boxing Channel. I tried to leave the names off of my dancing, matchmaking, all that, all of that. I try to leave the names off of my platform because I'm not giving y'all, I'm not giving, they don't give me nothing and I ain't giving them nothing. Meaning they don't give me no publicity, I'm not giving them any publicity, right? I'm looking at these people, how they are, their fighters, right? Now, I if i do have to mention i will because there's some political pull behind who you're affiliated with in in this boxing scene but i'm not going to i'm not going to say a name i will say the promoter's girl i will say all of that stuff because it's the same terminology with with anything right and i want my viewers i want all of you guys, you all to understand this so um you know You'll even know how to protect your loved ones or those that you know who are not uh, on this level. I was just speaking to a lady the other day, and she said her friend's son—he—he—he's great. In, you know, he's uh, in college, but he wants to be a professional boxer. This this little dude is doing great in college. About to have a degree in. Um, uh, computer engineering or something like that. He wants to be a boxer. Okay, so now he's about, okay, fine. I don't say, listen, I'm not gonna say he can't be, but what I'm saying is this, right? The way they're going at, and he's in, and he, he went to this tournament. They don't even know that, they don't know whether he's fighting amateur uh, fights or pro fights. Right? They just know, oh, he wants to be a boxer. They don't know the caliber of opposition this young man is fighting versus the caliber, you know, what he will need, who he will need to fight. They don't know anything. Right? And they've invested, I'm, I'm sure up to this point, thousands of dollars into this young man's education, right? Into his brain holding all of this that he's learning and he's going into perfect he's going he wants to be a boxer i had to break it down to her right because i told her he's only as good as his last fight and all of his fights ain't gonna be great because he's a guy and he's an unknown guy with no background so they're gonna throw him in over his head and if he and if he makes it out, they're gonna throw keep throwing him in over his head until one of two things happen, right until he gets into a position where okay, somebody picks him up and he's he's starting to get protected, which that's that's a lottery ticket. What's most likely gonna happen is he's just gonna become a better quality opponent for those who the po- the political bodies have in mind to make their money off of that's how that works and it's even worse for women's boxing because at least in men, men- at least in the men's boxing they're going to make sure the the MRIs and the e- e- ECGs and all the- they're going to make sure all of those things are done and turned in. There's accountability. You can't sweep that shit under the rug. You can't buy out the families anymore. But in women's boxing, like Jeanette Zacharias, do you know that um, they put out a pub, a publication, I think the following, the week after this young lady died in the ring in Quebec, saying that her father said, that her father said that she said that she was willing to die in the ring and he's okay with what happened to her they put a publication like that out and the reason why I'm bringing this up is because first of all we know that that's not true i don't give a shit i don't care it um i'm a parent i don't care if i don't care if my if my child said that they could say whatever they want to i'm not okay with that shit y'all didn't kill my child so no right? I'm, no. So we know, we already, I, a lot of us already knew those of us like sugar, that's going to read between the lines and know what this industry is, right? Know that this is already, this, this publication, this, this media um, provider, they went and got, they went and got paid off to put this out here in the in in the media. So now when you google what happened, this pops up first because it was the first article to come out, right? And there was a discussion about this previously where one of the person one of the people involved in the discussion had the nerve, had the nerve. I was there. I had to y'all know how I am, my, my misfits who are true. Y'all know I will snap and I snapped talking about her dad said he was okay with it. She said she wanted to die in the rain, so she should, there, it, that, excuse me, you, were you there when she said that? Were you there when her daddy said that? Oh, you got it from an article? Huh? Over somebody that, that died because they didn't check her MRI, if they had checked, if they looked at her MRI, they would have known that um, Cynthia Lozano hurt her real bad in the fight before and she should be suspended, right? And they would have known from what, further research and it's coming out, Zakaria's mother says Zakaria called home, the teenage girl called home, okay, and, and told her, that the fighter that she's fighting did not make the weight. She looks like an older woman. Okay, this is what Jeanette Zacharias told her mom. Her mother said, listen, her mother told her, because this is, this is from an interview with the mother. Her mother told her that if you think that things are not right, or if you're in there and you cannot go on, stop. She's a teenager now, you think she's going to stop? I've been a fighter, right? Where I should have, there's been situations where I should have stopped, but I couldn't, I, I, I couldn't because I'm in it. So the people that have my back, that's why your corner is so important. They have to make those decisions for you and they have to care. And I'm telling you, right, 98% of women's boxing ain't on that kind of timing, right? Everyone's trying to get over on everyone, even the people in your corner. So you have to be careful. I've experienced this firsthand. Okay, not making none of this up. I wish this was something that didn't happen, right? Because then it'd be fun, right? But this is dangerous, and I I don't want women, right? Because we are the cornerstone stone of we are the uh, the cornerstone of society, right? Under from, but please correct me, right? But we don't want having the babies. Right? We're the ones, right? So we're the ones that's got to be right up here in order to be okay for that baby. Right? Because I'm never seen anywhere and, and yes, it takes a village to raise a child, but ain't nobody finna raise your child. That's your baby. You know what I'm saying? So we have to, this is a teenager um, another one um, that I'm going to mention tonight, Alejandra Ayala, who fought Hannah Ranking, right? These are women in their prime. Some of us have children. Some of us are going to have children, right? We need to be, of, of, of our mind needs to be here for that duty. That's our duty, right? So that's our place. We're not considering this. So we have to protect ourselves and each other in women's boxing. Somebody has to think about this, right? Because Amanda Serrano with this book and in twelve round three minutes, y'all already know. I think she she probably gets, she probably get to use her cell phone on the weekends now. She already came out and said, she don't get that. I don't even have a cell phone, right? That's unrealistic, right? Because I would say 98% of women boxers got a job. We got to have a cell phone, we got job, we got a job, we got kids, we got responsibilities. We got to be accountable for something other than just fighting. So let's not make the let's not let these people make decisions for us. Um Women's Boxing says uh cherry picking always gone on. And let me tell you Women's Boxing channel cherry picking happened, yes, but it got, it was really, when it got really, really bad was in the 2000s. Yeah, was in that, when, when 2000 first started, right? That's when it got really bad, right? And I, I'm not sure because it would, uh, they were doing it really nasty over there in Germany That's why we all stopped going there, right? But in different places, you go to South America, them bitches be on them roids, and you knew it going down there, right? But we did it because we wanted to fight. There was no other option, right? So we learned, we learned to fight. We're not learning to point fight meaning that we're learning to defend, we're learning what comes with going into this jungle that I've mentioned before, right? Women boxers from pre, the before women, the, the trailblazers, the pioneers. We, we weren't pretty in there, but we had a better IQ of what the hell was supposed to be going on in that ring. Right, we're not domesticated like these young broads, these wet-nosed broads are now, where you feel like you can point fight and be a champion. And then people hand clapping and shit, that's been in boxing for years, That's that's seen the progression of it, not saying anything, we need to stop that. I don't care, I don't, listen, Melissa Salomon said this, Right. And she was a great fighter. She said, a lot of y'all was not on my team when I was fighting. The hell I knew. Thank you for thank you for nominating me for an award, but I don't I don't need it. I got this far without you. I got this far. Y'all when y'all weren't saying nothing about me. Right? There's a lot of fighters out there that's not on this damn. Oh, now I get some attention. Oh, interview me. Oh. Right? Because that, that's, that's what it was for the majority of it. Right? As long there was some uh, the, uh, mad attention star broads in the industry. And whether you get your ass whooped or not, as long as the camera flashed in your direction, you want some right on, on some dummy shit. We've got to stop it. Now we got sense. Right, my grandmother used to say this you know better, you're gonna do better. So when I catch your ass, when you out here and I got to come to you, there's no questions. I'm not gonna ask you nothing because you knew better. I'm gonna tear your ass up. That's what my grandmother used to say. And guess what? She never did ask a question. She just said, Oh, so you you know that, you know that this. Then came back this came back to me, right? <gasps> but I because I knew better. Okay, so th- I mean that's where it is. We got to know better. We can't we, we can't be on some fan, fanboy, fan gal st- stuff in this industry. This is the women's boxing is the new come-up. Right? Now all you oh I can I can interview a bunch of these broads now. Oh, I can talk boxing about these broads now. Why? Because Number one, no one really cares enough to know whether I'm telling the truth about the shit or not. Number two, uh, all I gotta do, I I just gotta kinda skim over and read about what's happening now because nobody really cares about what happened before. Right? And number three, nobody checks. So it's the new come up. I've never seen so many boxing and uh, an analysis and all of this shit on about women's boxing. Where y'all asses
1: was at? Where your ass was at?
0: You know, I'm on this rant or whatever. But seriously, I, and I'm seeing that they these people get views too, but they can't tell you. They they will never and they cannot tell you. What this thing really is. I'm looking at it like this. We've got little girls, little baby girls coming up. And if everybody's hyped off of what Clarissa and Amanda up here talking about, they don't know, because in these interviews and shit, you're only interviewing the champions. Right? The ones who was the ones who were okie doking people out here, you're not interviewing the ones who participate, who was a part of it, who made those champions to help make those champions. You're not interviewing those Jane Couches over there in the UK. Right? She should be the, the word, the name. They should all be going to her uh, women's boxing channel, Sandy Ryan should have been in her damn inbox. Because Jane Couch, no, she, she sees for real. She knows what goes down. She'll tell her and she, whatever it is that she told her she could have used. Um, uh, J, jd Smith, uh, Digi Artist says, "If her father actually did say that, I assume that mindset is to make it easier for him to move on because no way would any parent truly be okay with her death. That's what I'm saying. No, it, it's I did. He didn't even say that because um, the upon further research, because I that is something that Suge does have time for keeping up with these things." Um, it's the mother, the mother, she's giving time, she's giving times and dates, right? When you start, when somebody start giving you information, those type of details, that's when you listen, right? The general shit, that they lie, they can lie, people can, 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 uh, garnish, garnish any story, but give me, give me the details right that's why i don't have time for small talk because that's small talk now when you can tell me the details of something now you got my attention right so um that's where that was um jd um jd smith says wet nose broad lol well you y'all going you going to learn my terminologies on here on the sugar show <laughs> Wet nose, yeah. So the wet nose meaning that you just coming out. You, you you just coming out your um Amy Pampers, right? You haven't you 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 haven't charted the you, you haven't walked this jungle. You don't know what these waters, these deep black ocean waters, really look and feel like. You've been sitting on the beach the whole time, right? You've been You've been a a house cat this whole time, right? We out here in the jungle, anything likely to kill you and you can't eat or drink anything that they hand to you neither, right? Because I've also had experiences where, oh, you want something to drink? Oh, you want something to eat? I grab it, my coach hits it out my hand, says you don't never, unless I give it to you, unless you bite yourself, matter of fact, unless you bite yourself, don't you ever take nothing to drink from nobody at no fight, before no fights or after no fights. Why? Well, if they don't get you, if if they don't get you in the ring, they'll certainly try to get your ass outside the ring. Okay? But nobody knows these rules. Ain't no seasoning there. That's the seasoning that I'm talking about, right? So you can get in there and pitty pat and, and point, point fight with your damn elementary school-ass combinations, hit and run, hit and run, right? Let me tell you something though. There was a fight that happened and I couldn't even, I, I got to have, a. this give me time to talk about this fight. Um, what's her name um Yo um Val versus Annabelle Ortiz right and I will take either one of them because them them broads are bad okay both of them I'll take it from both look at uh umiza estri- the um Who is it, the other golden boy, the other golden girl? Y'all down there, listen, okay? This down in y'all weight class, I I think I like the action that I'm seeing down there too. Yocasta um, Val, I think she's Costa Rican, and Annabelle Ortiz, an old crone champion. That was a fight. Y'all need to check that out, okay? I, I wanted to talk about that um, for this one, but I just feel like, you know, I, Sugar needs to address this topic for real, for real. Okay, so um, I mentioned Alejandra Ayala, who is another fighter who got set up that way. Okay, and these are South American. These are like Mexican fighters, right? But they do this. Women from Hungary come over. Women from all of these other places that really don't have that kind of pull to protect their citizens. Even though it's still happening, it's happening in North America too, right? But they're shipping out people. Um, they, they, you know, they, they're they're bringing in people because they don't have to when if it's not a citizen or anything here, they ask, ain't nobody going to sue them from across the seas. You know what I'm saying? J.D. Smith says, "Uh, sorry, you said Anamel Ortiz versus Annabelle Ortiz versus Yocasta. V-A-L-L-E. They call her Yoko. Good fight, man. It was a good fight. And I'm saying it wasn't one sided either. I would have liked it, but these two fighters could do three minutes at 12 rounds, right? Um, I see some education in this matchup. These are two educated fighters, right? Ain't nobody running, ain't nobody, Finding a place to, to to hide from a fight, these broads are standing there. They not moving out too far. They right there, especially um Annabelle Ortiz. She got that look in her face. That that's how sugar. I I, I saw myself in there for a little bit, and she let that little shit. Cause um Yocasta Yoko is a wet nose compared to um Annabelle. For real, for real. So Annabelle stood in front of her and let her know, "Listen, bitch, huh? You got to prove. You got to prove something to me tonight. Let's go, right? And it was a fight, and I and I like it. I like it that way, right? It's not oh peekaboo. Oh, I am windmilling, and now it is, Now the judge is gonna make a decision because." Um this bitch out here running and this bitch out here windmilling, and then I guess the judge will give the fight to the person who does the best ABC one two three uh combination punches. Right? That's where we are right now. It's really not interesting. And and they're getting TV time, and they're getting the money for it, right? So let me let me go into um, Alejandra Ayala, all right, 14 wins, six losses, zero draws, all right, so 14 wins, out of her 14 wins, she has eight KOs, and out of the six losses, she's had two, including the one who, the, the, the loss that, that has made her uh, have to come out of boxing okay she fought the fighter Hannah Rankin. Hannah Rankin is a top contender I believe at in in super middleweight division um one of the names on her list or on her receipt is Clarissa Shields okay so um excuse me y'all I got my, my notification um I got my phone next to me here um okay so um, since this fight happened, I think a year ago, a year or two ago, Hannah Rankin is going on her third fight, right? On her third fight under the radar, right? Because she went incogni- incognito, right? She kept going. Alejandra Az had to sit down. As a matter of fact, she had to stay in scotland i think glasgow scotland where the fight happened huge event right because every people want to make history especially with women with this women's boxing thing right it, that's the fad oh history history not knowing that we already have our own history thank you very much sit your ass down and get to know us right because even that one, Hannah Rankin. She oh, so this is the first female um, main event card in history in Scotland. It was Glasgow or whatever it is. I think, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, because my my um, my talking fight guys, they they do they, um, they they do dot my i or cross my t if if I get if I'm getting it misconstrued okay but for most of the time she can know what she's talking about. Okay, so um now after being stopped um Hannah Rankin stops Alejandra in the tenth round of this fight. So that means Alejandra is getting, you know, she's getting beaten beaten to the point. She's probably in the fight, but she's getting beat It's a 10 round match, okay? Two minute, 10 rounds, okay? Um, And then after the fight, she had to be put in emergency in an an induced coma immediately after, okay? Uh, Lovely assistant, can you change my image? Cause I think I have an image that has something to do with this, please? Oh, JD Smith says dope. I'm gonna look up the fight. Yeah, look up the fight, right? And you know, this is the thing about um, uh, women's boxing, JD. Um, sorry, I just gotta type a message because my lovely assistant must be asleep. Um, the thing about women's boxing is you're not going to see, don't look at our fights thinking you're going to see the same thing as you would see in a male fight, meaning men, you want to see somebody jaw get crooked or, you know, head snap. you you want to see somebody doing the stanky leg in there or whatnot. And that's fine. Right? I've we we have some of that in women's boxing too. But for women's boxing, it's more of how we end how it's it's more of it's like if you were to watch two women at you know, two women you know, or two women at the club or in the parking lot or whatever. You it's two women who are willing to fight, and you're looking at who who was better who not to say who was better prepared but you say you're looking at it at who has the better tactics who has the better um who has the better understanding of how to put down an ass whooping on another broad right because i'm gonna tell y'all this and y'all might cancel me Y'all might just cancel sugar. When I, my, I got raised by the men, by real men, they're the last, like they they passed on now. Okay, or they're in their nineties or something now. These are men who were back in the day, you know, who, who was in the gym with, you know, with the likes of, you know, the older school fighters, um, the, going all the, all the way back to, you know, the, the era where Frazier and Ali and them, you know, were coming and probably some even back before then, um, Ray Robinson, Joe Lewis, um, Patterson, all of those guys. Okay, so I, all of these, this type of knowledge has somehow been blessed upon me. At different points in my career, I said that to say this. Oh goodness, I kind of forgot what I was gonna say. Y'all know sugar gets long-winded. Um, I said that to say this. Um, when I told my coach, I said I was so mad because he was teaching me how to fight, but he wouldn't. He wouldn't. I didn't see him actively trying to put me in a fight, trying to get a fight for me. And I sat down and I was so pissed. I said, you don't care. You just want me to come here every day and waste my time. He said, waste your time? He said, I'm teaching you something. But okay, let me explain something to you. Let me explain what you're getting into, young lady. See, what you want to do is you want to beat women for a living. Ain't that's what you want to do? I sat there and I said, no, sir, I want to box. He said, what you think you're doing? It ain't patty cake. You're going to go in there and you're going to beat women. That's what you want to do. And that's what I, I've been teaching you to box. But I ain't never really taught you how to beat a woman. Because I ain't think that that's something that you should do. Men shouldn't do it, but I'll teach you. And my true education after that conversation with my coach began. And a lot of that education I had to experience. Meaning that I had to know I get in there and I'm working with a guy. And he does something to me that is probably unconventional. But it's something that you do when you're beating someone up, especially a woman. Right? Because these are things, these unconventional things are a part of it. There's a psychology behind boxing and what we do. We're training to destroy. We're, we're training, we're human butchers. We're training to take someone apart, either mentally or physically, right? That's That's where this conversation, that's why this conversation is necessary, but nobody's having these conversations anymore. Okay, so when I go through stuff, when I, um, when, I, when I was training with men and sparring with men, right, they'd look over to coach. Coach would tell them certain things that they can do to me in the ring. Okay, so thank you, my lovely assistant is back. Um, this is Ayala, uh, Alejandra Ayala on the left okay and it's hannah ranking there on the right with the blue braids piggybacking off of clarissa clarissa must have put that thing on her so bad she was like you know what i like your braids i'm gonna get some like that too (laughs) who knows but um going back to you know what i was saying you know this is the part that's left out this is a part that 98 percent of um women's boxing could potentially be exposed to. So you're not protected. We I, we don't see it anymore. We you have, I mean, I've been in gyms recent up recently where I mean, y'all see how sugar looks. And I'm I pride myself off of the fact that I've left that industry with the experience that I have and and the things that I've been to through with <laughs> Some people may argue differently with, but with my faculties. And I ain't so bad looking. I ain't so bad looking on the eyes either, right? So when I walk into a place, a fighting, a fighter, a gym or whatever it is, right? No one wants to believe me and that I know what I'm talking about. They want to believe this knucklehead literally. That woke up one morning, read all the boxing, um, how to do this, and all the and all the boxing YouTubes, and and watched all the boxing movies. And so now they acted the part, and they talking talking like how they talk, and they doing that, that that A person would rather go to that somebody, that body, instead of really coming around and listening to what a person like me has to say because I don't look the part, right? And so that person now, they put themselves in a position to where that person is using you as a crash test dummy because they don't know what the hell. They, They most likely have never been in the ring and if they have been in the ring, it ain't been on no level. So they're gonna teach you that you're gonna go through what the hell they went through, and if they're not anybody that's on no level, they can't they can't take you where you want to go, right? Because somebody gonna eventually put all of y- both of y'all on that okie doke diet, right? That okie doke diet is it's tell you it's a lot of shit in that okie doke diet. Right. So that, I mean, I said, you know, going back to, you know, women's boxing is one thing, three minutes and 12 rounds means, you know, you gotta know how to beat a woman. You gotta know how to beat her. Right. Two minutes, you gotta know how to box that's why the males do two minutes, two in the amateurs, because you just got to know how to box. Show me that you know the, the stuff. Show me that you know how to put a thing. Show me that you know I'm baba. But professional, they call it boxing, right? But they also call it fighting. It's different. Just like how you got to know how to beat a man. You got to know how to beat up a man. When you're a professional fighter, you gotta know how to beat a woman. You gotta know how to beat her up in women's boxing. No one talks like that because no one wants to have that 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 shadow on them, right? Because there's always somebody who's going to stand up and try to um, try to test. And try to paint paint the person who's speaking the truth in in, in a worse light. No boo-boo. I'm telling you what it is. Telling you what it is. Right? I'm telling you that especially from a fighter such as how I was, right? Somebody came out tried to joan on me because I didn't have I I I didn't have many sanctioned fights. Why I didn't, you guys don't, no one really asks, right? But that'll be in the book, right? But what it came down to is my handlers and my trainers trained me to ruin a fighter. So if you put your fighter against me and she on some patty cake shit and she done slept her way to the top and she done did everything, and you're trying to protect her and make her a champion, so y'all your little love thing can keep going, you're not gonna choose me. And if you do choose me, y'all are gonna get together and okey-doke the shit out of me, which has happened, right? But for the most part, a fighter that, any fighter that's ever fought sugar, that um, that's their last fight. Or they're never the same after they fought sugar. So my results speak for itself. I don't I never cared about win loss because I I know what I did. And my coroner knows what I did too. So we're okay with that. And, you know, I was blackballed in a sense, went into two and three-year hiatuses and shit because. They wanted to ignore me out of the business. I stuck around long enough. And I did what I, I did what I felt I could do in in the industry. And I'm walking away with my faculties, and I can tell the story, which is something that no one can take away from me. And I know it has a lot of value. So I think I win, and I'm winning, right? Um. And thank you guys for, for time to tuning in to The Sugar Show. Like, subscribe, and share, please. You know, there's no window dressing or whatever. I People ask me, why don't you interview fighters and have guests? I don't because many, many of the people in my industry are not forthcoming, even the fighters. And I don't really, I really don't want to put anybody in a position Just like how you get the contract, if you come on my thread, if you come on Sugar's thread, if you bold enough and if you know that you are real enough, you can definitely come on my thread and we can chat and my guys on Talk and Fight can get you on to the screen with me, right? And we can have a real, a good impromptu conversation and talk. But these oh i'm gonna interview you next week and such and such i've been there done that the questions are orchestrated the answers are orchestrated you better not ask me about this you better not say this i'm not sugar was never for that right sugar ain't sugar coated i give this i give it to you real it stank the way i give it to you okay and that's really where it needs to be, especially talking about women's boxing, because this is not a new thing, right? And you got to be true to this thing, otherwise, you and many others can get hurt. and I men are one thing I think men's boxing has gone through the filter enough that they are regulated. There is some kind of standard of reg and regulation there in men's boxing, but in women's boxing, absolutely not. They're, they don't look at the tests, They don't look at the matching. They don't look at anything. That's why we bad out here. The ones who are, that the ones that did go out there in uncharted territory and did something, even if it's to have a fight, and because these, this belt thing is new too. WBC, WBO, IBF, and they weren't, they wouldn't even give us belts. I think WIBF is, is, um, the only women's boxing belt that there was out there. We didn't have belts. We were just fighting. We were fighting to make a name for ourselves. And if you were true, you earned your name and you earned your money. Right? Because if so, we're going to have so-and-so, we're going to have her on our show. You got to pay her. But now with this, oh, equal pay, they're only making women fight two minutes because they don't want to pay them as equal as a man. Well, guess what? You're not, you really don't want to risk, especially in our industry, we don't have, we're not regulated. So we're not doing that. I'm speaking for the balance of us. For the 98% of us who aren't protected, I'm speaking for us. We don't need it. We good, we're finally making money fighting two minutes. We're finally making some good money. We don't need it. We don't need it. Oh, and for those who do wanna fight the three minutes uh, and 12 rounds, well, you pick somebody bad, just as bad as you, you pick somebody on that caliber to do that with there's a standard right you don't go cherry picking like women's boxing channel says oh i'm gonna do um i'm gonna fight her in three three minute rounds uh three minute 12 rounds no you no you're gonna fight the monsters out here find you find you one of them um And I'm almost wrapping it up, but um, just speaking of Alexandra Ayala, um, lovely assistant, uh, what's the other image? I mean, I'm showing these pictures because while you celebrating and, and yeah, and look at her with her belts and her dreams and came true. This is another, this is a broad who was after the same damn dream right so we have to once you clap it know both ends of the spectrum this is what they had to do with her she survived this is alejandra ayala and this is one that they didn't they couldn't sweep under the rug for some reason i'm sure that there have been more women who have died or have gotten severely brain injured from the shenanigans that happen from women's boxing. Yes, it's a wonderful, sexy sport. I've done it and I'm good at it. But it's also very dangerous and I have been hurt and I have hurt others. And we need to talk about the reality of that and most interviews don't because most of the people being interviewed are the ones who are setting people up for stuff like this it's not right now they not cut they cut half her head have her skull out because in the fight she sustained so much injury to her brain that the brain started to swell And you know, the brain will swell if the brain, if it doesn't have any room to swell, you die, right? So they had to cut her skull out, put the bone in her stomach, and she was sitting there with a hole in her head in Glasgow, in Scotland, for weeks until the brain went down. She lives in Mexico now, all her family is there. But she had, so they wouldn't have this death on their hand. They did this for her. So she stayed over there. Her brain finally, the swelling finally subsided. They called her from the hospital. They called Alejandra's people. I think she had a fiance at the time, called um, her people at the time and, and told her family that she would likely die from the injuries that she has, that she sustained in that fight. Right, because like I said, and I've said it before, the preparation, all right, I'm just gonna go into it really quick. The preparation, so training for two minutes ain't the same as training for three minutes. Sparring for a three minute round ain't the same as sparring for a two minute round. And like I said, um, I mean JD Smith um, posed a, a brilliant question. What do you think is the major f- factor to the lack of ring IQ? The major factor to the lack of ring IQ is the trainers. There are there's no regulating standard for trainers, right? They don't. They, um, I think especially for women's boxing, if you if you're gonna be a pro trainer, you should there should be something that you go through where somebody you are documented to have been to have helped in cornering certain fights from certified pro boxing trainers, right? Because anybody could be, a, a pro boxing trainer. You don't need I think I think the license is $50 too, just like a, Um. you could be you could be a pro for $50. But are you a real pro? You know, it's just like, I mean, we might as well let can you be a doctor for $50? Do you get a license to to work on people's bodies and their health for 50? You can't even be a nutrition that's for $50. But you can be a professional boxer, someone who assaults people for a living for $50. Go fig, right? you don't have to take any class. There's, no, there's nothing there. There's no standard of accountability. So that's what you're walking into. So the point I was saying the sparring for three minutes. In order to get somebody's IQ up in, in, in standing in a fight for three minutes, they have to have a good variety. They have to have a vast skill set, variety. They have to know different ways of defense and offensive tactics to protect themselves. They also need to have the knowledge and understanding of what certain blows do to the body. They also need to understand, have an understanding of if you receive these blows and this is happening to you and your body's shutting down in this way or you have had this injury, what to do? This is not being taught and conveyed to any fighter, especially any woman fighter, right? This was taught by the elders. This was taught to me, right? I have been in fights where I was, I got, I did get injured. You wouldn't know, right? But I was taught, I was, I've been in training camps or in training where I'm injured and I still have to go in and fight, right? rib broken, rib cracked, but they didn't, they don't check women. So they wouldn't know. And I'm in there and I have to fight, but I know because I was educated of, okay, this is how I'm going to do this. And if this happens, okay, I got to stop. I'm done. These women right now, especially at this time, they just, they just throwing out money for whoever signs up. Why? Because this is a great time. This is a great time for um, predatory matchmaking because everybody feels, oh, it's just two minutes. I gotta, I, all I need to do is go down, go in there and, and, and just make it a show. These, these elementary ABC fighters, that's one thing that they will do is they will beat you they then they will hit you. And if you haven't, um, if you haven't been conditioned to defend yourself, and if your body has not been conditioned for that kind of assault, it can, you know, it can be detrimental. It can be traumatic for you. Right? It can be tragic, you can lose your life. And I mean, this is it. So if history history first but let's you know let's 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 look at the reality of which of the type of history you bringing into this industry now let's be accountable for the standard that you're trying to set for the west of women's boxing let's do that let's have somebody make y'all accountable for that Right. Uh, lovely assistant. What's the, give me the, give me this next image. Mind you, I'm going to say this, Alejandra, who you see there with her head, with her skull cut out. This is what she said. Cause I follow up. I follows up, right? I follow up. She says, or what y'all didn't know. Is that she spent months in the hospital, trying to get, trying to, trying to live after this fight? After Hannah Rankin, then went on two more fights after this, and she there fighting for her life, okay? Um, and now, this is how shit. This is how her life is now. She currently can't recall names and places, right? So she's, she got that goldfish brain. She can't remember and retain nothing, okay? This is a well-spoken woman. I watched her interview and everything leading up to that fight. Mm? She would have been a great com- woman for commentary, okay? Um, she said she has trouble focusing So she can't focus on something or nothing anymore, right? Okay. She has tremendous difficulty with speech. Okay. They told her it'll take her about two years for her to speak at a normal standard again, where she was very eloquent before. She lost herself. She signed herself on that. She signed a name on that line. And she lost her life. Cause she ain't never gonna be the same. Glad she's alive because uh, the the update is she she done had a baby. She got married and had a baby, right? Certain shit like that make you know what, let you know what's really important, huh? So she decided what she really wanted to do. Listen, this is what I want to do, but That's the, I'm not taking anything away from her. She's going to be a great mother regardless because a big part of motherhood is is here in your heart. Right? But now she can't remember names and places. She has trouble speaking, okay? Um, Trouble focusing, what kind of mom, you know? gonna be hard for her it's gonna be hard she's punch drunk that's what they call it right and that's severe she's severely punch drunk there's women out here who are punchy like a motherfucker they they look good they look tough some of them we got that that sexy stud they tough some of them is a hot a hot chick out there sexy bitch Punch drunk like a motherfucker. You can't have no conversation with them. They won't remember nothing that they said to you. They uh, 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 Yeah, that's what's out here. Okay. So (coughs) cheers to that. That's what we're talking about. And that's what nobody wants to talk about out here. But sugar will. Okay. Alejandra said before the incident, she had a YouTube channel where she talked about fights, kind of like the Sugar Show. Now she cannot because she doesn't, re- she can't remember names or details. No longevity. They done cut her life short. So the shit that she even uh, devoted her life to that she could probably make a little bit of value, put a little bit more value in her life, doing for the restaurant. She can't do it no more. She's done, right, because of the standards. So it's not the, the standards of what they're doing, how they're, how they're managing women in women's boxing, how these fights are really going. So are we really ready for three minutes? In 12 rounds, they can't even get this shit right. Stop being fan, fan guys, and fan gals and care. And I need y'all out there who who on this buddy buddy coattail system that's been around women's boxing for years to talk to to talk the talk, to talk the real stuff. Cause this shit is sexy but it ain't glamorous. Though we make it look easy. And some of us cheat and make it look easy. But I know what I've done. That's why I can speak on it. And that's why I say what I say. And I said what I said. And I don't need nobody to be friends with me because I lived it. Um, Alondra says, "I know in my head what I'm talking about, but I can't recount the details." Guess what? That's gonna be as she progresses and becomes an old woman. Have y'all heard of dementia? Now these are the things, right? So when we're talking about, oh, I and mean, girls just want want a box and we want rights and let's understand our place in this whole thing because we playing with fire we are and the 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 appeal of it is that those who are good at it we because I'm gonna say I'm gonna add me we make it look easy But ain't nothing easy about this thing that we do women's boxing. And we got deep roots. There's a history to this that must be respected by you wet-nosed broads out there, by you managers, by you promoters, by you so-called trainers that want to always take us into these situations where we risk our lives, We're only women who want We're only women who have dreams. And if we can achieve those dreams, there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with a dream to be a champion. There's nothing wrong with it. But there has to be some accountability in getting there. So you know, you can't sell no ass to be a champion. You ain't gonna go under that table and put nothing in your mouth. You ain't gonna pay the play. How about you try to be the best woman that you can be? Every day you get to train, every day that you have the opportunity to build your brain, your wisdom, and your body, and become that strong woman that you can be to face the opposition in the ring. That's what this is all about and it is empowering and it's very interesting when it's done right by these women, by by some of us women out here. And all we want is the respect for doing that. Respect us for that. And for on the whole part, on the whole part Let's hold each other accountable, accountable for that in women's boxing. I don't need no friends. I don't need no friends, right? But I do need a broad, that's where I represent. So I can say, yeah, I did what she was doing. Yeah, we did the same. Yeah, I respect her. It goes a longer way. Trust me. Oh, we got some people coming. Okay, let's see. Um, JD Smith coming in, talking about damn head stitched like a baseball. Okay, that, that shit looked like a base. I mean, and it's, this is not even nobody cracking. I'm not cracking. But that, listen, um, I'm not even going like this. This is another little story that I had. Okay, I'm not gonna tell y'all where I was fighting. All right. But in this story, I came back to the corner. I didn't even know, dude. He said, the fuck wrong with you? Look at your face. Man, you went out there and did bad. I don't know if you wanna come back here, if you were because the night gonna get longer. You look like it is finna get worse for you. I came back to the corner. He said, "What the fuck wrong with you, <laughs> dude? I, I just—I'm coming back from the fight. You, you ain't got nothing to tell me." That's what he—that's what he told me. <laughs> okay, okay. Um. Oh, Melissa Smith. Hey, girl. Now, Melissa Smith. I'm going to introduce her to y'all. Okay. This is how y'all know. Like I'm honored, the Melissa Smith, then chimed on my thread on my show. She's a woman's boxing historian, right? She's one of the realer ones, okay? Not one of these, don't go on these bullshit shows, okay? Um. Don't go on these bullshit shows unless, I mean, M- Melissa name. She's one of those names, okay? Now, Melissa comes in and she says, that's right. Historically, women have fought 12 uh, three-minute rounds, even 15 three-minute rounds. But there's absolutely a lot to do before it is enshrined. Okay, so she's even agreeing. Melissa's saying that it ain't that we couldn't do it and that we haven't done it, There just needs to be a standard of how we do it. There needs to be an understanding of what has to, where we have to be in our performance in order for us to be asking for this responsibility. Because three minutes Uh, 12 three-minute rounds is a responsibility, not just for the fighters, but for those who are preparing the fighters for that. Right? And we don't have enough responsible people in women's boxing for this to be safe for women boxers. That's what I'm saying. Um JD Smith somebody about who, I recognize Mum Gardner Now I brought her name in on this you but it, it it ain't about Bum Gardner in this effect. The fighter that she's fighting is Christina Lenodarto. Christina Lenodarto signed up clean, mind you, right? And Christina Leonardarto ain't no mother stinking joke. This right here. Is a handful, and I love her for that. Great contender. Uh, beat Baumgartner ass from post to post to post to post. All four, all four posts. Baumgartner couldn't find a way to hide in that damn ring that night. Okay. Whooped her ass. All right. Baumgartner comes back. After she done spun back, she beat Terry Harper. She knocked out Terry Harper, beat Michaela Meyer. She said, you know what? I'm ready to spin back now. I'm in a position where I am protected. She done, um, she knocked out, what's home girl? Um, the, she fought the, the... And she wasn't ready to fight that fight neither. Who did she fight again and did real good? She fought Delphine Persoon. Great fighter, um, name start with an M somewhere. Okay, I forgot her name, name slips my mind, okay. Great boxer, needed a little bit more seasoning to be a good fighter, a, a, a better fighter, okay. But um, you know, Alicia then when she went through some some good names, you know, some, some stuff, you know, I'm gonna have to wrap it up with y'all cause my battery's going, okay. But she needed that, get back from, uh, oh, Melissa, Sm- uh, Melissa Smith come in. Uh, McCollid. Yep, McCollid. Okay, look this fighter up. Cause she's a good one too. She just, she needed a bit more seasoning before she got in. She, I think she got in over her head because she wasn't, she wasn't, she had good potential, but wasn't, wasn't protected yet. So she would, she, she got into the fight with, um, she got in the fight with Alicia Bumgarner, but I don't think she was ready. She could have, she would have been in any other time and she had more experience. Of course, I think she would have been more successful against Alicia Bumgarner, but she jumped in it because no guidance. And I think she got, I mean, Bumgarner put her on her ass a couple times in that fight and her stock plummeted after that. But yeah, Bumgardner. So, but I'm not putting it in for Bumgardner. Um, I'm putting it in for Christina Linadarto because Christina Linadarto signed up to fight a fighter who was dirty. Okay, nobody tests RP. Nobody tests. There's no testing. So Bumgardner could have been on that on the peds, uh, ever since. She hit the big leagues, right? Because I've seen her body before. She ain't have these muscles. There was no parts of her ass that could have made muscles like this, okay? I said it. And Alicia, I'll say it to your motherfucker. Listen, <laughs> I'll say it to your face too, girl. Ain't nobody scared, ain't nobody scared. I got people too. And listen, I am people, okay? When I pulled up the results the day after I mean, even before going into what did sugar say? Sugar said she looks roidy. Nobody else said it, because everybody wanted to be friends. But guess what? I'm only friends with the truth. And sure enough, I think a day or two later, certainly it came back hit the news PP dirty piston came back dirty. You riding dirty out here, girl. And we still waiting on stale piss results. That's what I'm talking about. Now, suppose Christina Leonardo wasn't conditioned and she went through that beating. Suppose Christina wasn't the contender that she was. Alicia could have very well killed somebody else because ain't nobody testing. That's what I'm talking about. Melissa Smith says, one of the biggest concerns is before women ever enter the ring, the training and sparring can be very intense and many are also dropping weight at the same time and restricting water intake. This affects brain chemistry and can lead to bigger issues when a fighter experiences concussions. TBIs that go usually go untreated during the training period, boom. So now you hear it from another industry Professional, okay, making the weight. All of these things have a factor in in getting in. So it's not the fight. It's what you have to endure to get into the fight. And then you're going to fight 12 rounds at three minutes. At this point, we are not there yet as women. We are not prepared to do no shit like that. So I'm not hand clapping and celebrating somebody who picked their person to do it with. I'm not going to do that. Right? Why? Because I'm from the jungle. I'm not no house cat. I'm from the jungle. I know what happens out here in the jungle. Um, Melissa Smith says another year or so. Okay. Um, J.D. Smith says, uh, interesting, very interesting. Melissa Smith said, WBO sent a 30-day show uh, cause letter. We'll see what happened. Crickets from Michigan, WBA, IBF, and WBC. Okay. Okay. Listen, and Melissa Smith's on my show, and that's it. And that's it. Listen, listen, you want to talk about my night? thank you melissa for coming on my show i really i'm honored um th- this this is an industry professional. i didn't ask she don't she, i don't pay her she don't pay me we're on this show because we know the truth she come on here to speak the truth we talking the talk
1: okay and anybody that wants want to talk to an industry professional or whatever come on this show this is the platform right there's not right or wrong but we do maintain respect and we want to keep it respectful right but i don't need that right because i'm telling y'all sugar sugar you want to get the truth on the, on the on the sugar show that's where you going to get the truth right you got the industry professionals you got the real pros chiming in you got the People that's doing my, my guys on top of me with the, with the research so it is what it is um and it may be staticky. i don't know she's in the countryside, but you know um lovely assistant you can take this image off um sorry you all about my audio i guess that's my time to go out my battery's about to cut off okay um, JD Smith said, Oh my god, I didn't know about this hot shit. Yeah. Um that, 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 that can test. Melissa Smith says, exactly. It all caps. I feel that baby. And she gave me a, a heart. That's how you do it. You get the heart back. Uh, Melissa Smith, thank you. Thanks for chiming in on this sugar show. Um, JD Smith. My audio is becoming uh, distorted, I get it, I get it. So that, with that on that note, I'm gonna thank you all for chiming in to the Sugar Show tonight. I really appreciate the, your company. Thank you, JD Smith, digital artists for chiming in and joining the conversation. Thank you so much for Melissa Smith, you coming in and adding your expertise to the pot and the conversation and thank you women Boxing channel for chiming in on my thread. I love it. It's a party when we link up. Uh y'all know it's a Wednesday night at 7:30 p.m. Okay. My face will be in the place, and I'm looking forward to seeing your face too. Okay, so until next Wednesday, y'all take care of yourselves and have a good weekend. Bye-bye.